Tell Me More Rodney, Season 2. Thank you so much for joining me, and welcome to the show. We have an interesting topic that we're going to be talking about this season. We're going to be talking about new home sales. We're going to be talking about uh, new construction and all of those aspects of real estate. I have several special guests that I have in store for you, friends that I'm going to be introducing you to this season, people, young men and women who've worked in new construction, new home sales from the front line all the way to the people who build those homes and work for those home builders. So we're going to have a lot of people from um, several different pods of of new construction, and they're going to be sharing their expertise with you. Uh, We're going to learn together. We're going to grow together this season. So I look forward to it. Um, I want to start this season out with a clip, something that I received from one of you, one of the listeners who shared an interesting story, an interesting uh, news report uh, with me uh, all the way from Las Vegas. So I want to again thank that person. You know who you are for sending me that clip. And um, I want to, I thought this would be great. This would be a great way to kind of start to set the tone for this season. Uh, so let's have a listen and let's see what's going on out there in Las Vegas. And then we'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. There have been a lot of hurdles new home buyers have had to go through this past year just to get in the front door. From rising interest rates to higher home prices, but it's what's happening after those deals close that's frustrating a lot of buyers getting into new builds. Fox 5's Lauren Martinez joins us live from a newly developed Henderson community with more. Yeah, Kim and John, last year, a couple from Hawaii entered a lottery system and they purchased a new built home. Now, their developer said that there would be several construction challenges like labor shortage and uh, supply chain issues. But the delay for them to move in was just the beginning of many problems to come. When Alan Mama Clay moved into his new Henderson home, he expected doors to close the right appliances installed, and other cosmetic issues fixed. I, I felt like I had to discover the flaws. Mama Clay and his wife purchased a new home build in May of 2021. They moved from Hawaii to Las Vegas in July. Delay, 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 and all of a sudden the mortgage rates went up. Estimated move-in was projected in February, March, and then July of this year. Since he didn't lock an interest rate down, his mortgage went up from $2,350 to $2,900. And there was a list of issues he noticed during his walkthrough in May. There's a hole in the drywall upstairs. Like, there's like cracks in the shower. Rent at his month-to-month apartment was going up, so he felt anxious to close. And I remember on our initial walkthrough, they're like, so you want to close? I guarantee we're going to fix all of this. And we had to because what are we going to do? Pay another 2000 right? Uh, in retrospect, I should I should have just paid the 2000 Mama Clay moved in May 31st. Almost three months later, there are still issues. My uh, security camera guy came. They had to, like, crack this open, which which had caused microcracks all over because they were, they were, like, cemented shut. And he's not the only one. This homeowner just moved into her new build from a different developer in March. I've never showered in this. No one's ever used this yet. And this is what it looks like outside of the shower. Mama Clay suggests home buyers of new builds hire a realtor for representation and visit the site of your new home being built. Don't wait to see the finished product. Just be aware, right? I know what you see in the model homes are so nice and you're the way it's presented, you're going to expect that quality, right? And just make sure you got to put in your work. 
Now, we've reached out to the developer, but we are not disclosing the name. Right now, we're still gathering stories from different homeowners, from different developers, and the policies that they have. Reporting live in Henderson, Lauren Martinez, Fox 5 News Local, Las Vegas. Okay, so yes, there's a lot to unpack with that story, with that news story. And I know some of you may be screaming and going, Rodney, why didn't they use a realtor? And yes, that is a valid question, but it's one that I don't have the answer to. Um, So I want to, during this episode, uh, I want to talk about some of those issues and things that we saw that customer, because my heart actually goes out to them. I really feel bad for that customer because I've heard this story, um, you know, a lot over my years in real estate. And I really do feel sorry for the homeowners. And I know some people may say, well, oh my God, how could that builder do that? And how could, you know, this person, and there's a lot of finger pointing, but right now they own the home and it's their mortgage. So, you know, what do we do from here? So what I want to talk about is what you can do to help your customers um, maybe not get into this situation. And maybe for someone who's in this situation, or maybe it's a customer or client you have or a family member or a loved one that you have that may be in this situation, um, what what can we do to help them? Because this is telling me more Rodney and we're not going to sit here and point fingers and blame people. We're going to talk about the solution. We're going to talk about ways to solve this and help someone and maybe help you. Okay. So um, first thing I want to unpack on that is, you know, how do you go sell new construction? If you're in real estate uh, or if you're a customer or if you're uh, someone who's not in the real estate and you're listening to this podcast, like how do you go and find your um, new home? How do you find the new construction? How do you select your builder? Well, I actually have a different approach to it. And Rodney doesn't have some formula that you need to sign up for and buy the class. No, I'm going to tell you now. One of the things that I like to do is I start with actually the developer. I'm looking for great developers. Okay. I think it all starts with land. I think I talked about the preamble, uh, to the, um, I think it is the, um, I don't know, the pledge of the, the, the National Association of Realtor Pledge, pledge that starts with like under all is land. And I start with the land. When, when I start evaluating and looking at that, I look at who's who is the developer, who is the person who's who's developing the land where these homes and where these builders are going to build. Sometimes it's a it's a, a big time developer. Sometimes it's a small uh, developer. Sometimes it's the developer is actually the builder uh, his or herself. So start with that. Start with the development. Start with the foundation. Start with the ground and make sure that person's look at their reputation. Look at those things, because we all know that if the foundation isn't there, we're going to we're going to more issues are going to come up. Okay, so first it starts with, you know, finding the right developer. So, Rodney, how do I do that? Well, you have to ask them from the moment you go into the model home or you enter a new development. You need to start asking the asking the right questions. And uh, there's this old saying, um, the more questions you ask, the more answers you get. And that is very true when it comes to real estate or, you know, purchasing a home. You need to ask questions, especially as a if you're representing the customer or the client. Uh, it's important to ask those questions. It's not important necessarily that you know everything. Um, that will come with time. That will come with additional learning. But it's important for us in the real estate community to ask a lot of questions. And it's not just 
previewing the model home or previewing the uh, visiting with the counselor uh, ahead of the appointment or the sales counselor ahead of the appointment. While those things are good practices, it's important that you go in there and you have your list of questions that you want to ask about the, de- the developer uh, when it comes to, um, you know, helping your client select that home. You want to go in there and say, hey, I have some customers that are interested in maybe purchasing a home. I really want to know a lot about this community. What can you tell me? What, what resources do you have? And sometimes it's, hey, you know what? I need to get off of the home builder's website and go to the developer's website. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, it's totally okay for a customer to spend all of their time on a builder's website, um, designing a home and looking over the features and looking at floor plans and doing some of those things. But I think us in the real estate community, we need to go a layer deeper. We, we need to be um, looking at things like the warranty of that builder. It's not, don't just spend your time staring at the feature sheet or the community feature sheet. I think it's important to go, help me understand the warranty that comes with this home. Which warranty company do you use? Because not all builders use the same warranty. A lot of customers I've had, they go, well, I know in new construction, I get a a one-year warranty. They call it, some of them say words like bumper to bumper, and I don't have to worry about anything for the first year. And I've heard sales counselors in the past say, well, you know, if anything goes wrong in that first year, I mean, that's when it'll come up and we'll just go out there and fix it. And sometimes that can just be salesy talk, okay? Because the sales counselor is not going to be the one that goes out there and, and, and helps you fix your home. Now, yes, there are sales counselors that'll say, oh, I'll help you submit a warranty request, but it's not their department. Once the transaction is closed, they actually have, a lot of them have multiple customers that they're uh, helping that are in the transaction, that they're uh, trying to get to the closing table and their homes are under construction. So they're very, very busy. And a lot of them are do make themselves readily available for customers that go back to their model homes and say, hey, I have a plumbing issue or I have an electrical issue, I have whatever issue, and they typically will try to point them in the right direction and assist that way, but they are not the warranty department, okay? So sales, you know, people working in sales, and will tell you this, and, you know, how do I know this? Because I worked in, in new home sales. I sold uh, new construction for years, okay? So, it's just it's a different department and builders are broken down into departments it's not just oh i went to rodney jordan home builder and everything is up under that one umbrella that is not how uh your home is constructed that's not how the system is set up it is set up by departments and there are a lot of departments in home building you have things from purchasing departments, you have the the construction department, you have the warranty department, you have the sales department, you have the contracts and admin department, you have the accounting department, you you have land acquisition department. They have several departments uh, underneath uh, the home builders uh, under their umbrella in different departments. You know, they have different roles. So you want to know some builders have great departments that work well, and they have some that don't work so 
well. Like some builders have a very, very strong warranty uh, department and, and they pride themselves on their warranty department. And some have a sloppy construction department where the construction department is not the best of friends sometimes with the warranty department because they are like, we have to go back in here and fix your mistakes. And sometimes there's some conflict there. But also, you know, my, the point I'm trying to make is do that research. You know, when I see when I get these types of stories, uh, I you know, people are going to say buyer beware and hire a real estate agent. And I'm talking to the real estate community now. It's our job to do that research and ask those questions. Don't just get caught up in the floor plan and the, the granite and the tile. OK, promise me that. Now, back to that family. That is a very, very that's a hard situation because I know they, how it feels for a lot of customers that, you know, they have these pressures on them. Like it's, you know, you've been waiting and waiting to get inside your home and, you know, the clock's ticking. And typically uh, people who purchase homes, they have a, a home already. They, we call it a contingency. Typically they have a home they've actually sold in their or apartment they're moving out of and they've given notice or they've sold that home and they're waiting and they're looking at these deadlines um, from the builder going, okay, um, we're going to close on my new home on this date. And that's one of the big challenges with new construction, tying your exit to your entrance, right? Trying to go from, we call it door to door. And that is a very, very challenging thing. So um, I know a lot of the iBuyers that I mentioned back in season one, that's one of their, um, their, what do they call it? Um, value propositions that they had was helping customers uh, go door to door by aligning the closing date with the um, uh, of the current home with the closing date of the new home. Um, now, doesn't always work. OK, even they can say that, but it doesn't always work. Uh, things happen and you have those challenges. But that young that family there was, you know, they were in a punt. They were you know, they were just like in a super crunch where they were going. Hey, you know, what do I do? Do I stay in my apartment longer and pay another month's rent to the landlord and, you know, wait on the builder to fix those things? And, And again, let me remind you, the builder that you're meeting with, okay, is not the one swinging the hammer, is not the one putting the paint on. Builders have vendors, okay? They have subcontractors that they use. If you look at your, your, if you actually will do this, go into a new construction area and meet with a superintendent or a, um, they have so many type project manager or construction manager, uh, you know, they have all these different titles, but the person who supervises, uh, the homes under construction within that, uh, community, they don't have a toolbox. Okay. That's not their role. Uh, most builders don't even allow them to have toolboxes because they, their, their main job is holding the trade and the vendor and the subcontractor accountable for doing the job to a the standard the builder standard the code all of those things so sometimes it's a challenge for them going okay we're gonna have this fix and they're making these promises going hey i'm gonna have that um that 
uh, widget fixed um, for you at this time. Well, they're relying on someone else. I had a builder tell me this uh, that I was working with. Um, I think he summed it up. He says, I have to be reliable sometimes with unreliable people. And anyone who's worked in construction can tell you that's what it is because it's a lot of scheduling and, and then following up and trying to get that person to come there and fix. Uh, imagine this. You're, you're a, a plumber in, in, in Rodney's Plumbing Company, okay? And we've done a job. We finished it. And we're on the another side of town doing some work. And then I get a call from Builder This who says, hey, Rodney, I need you to come back. I'm getting a, I got a little tiny water leak, uh, I believe, in a, in a, in a, under a cabinet that, you know, I need you to come look at and fix. I have a closing coming up. Well, I got to drop all of that work over there to come back over here to figure out what's wrong and fix that thing. And yes, vendors are held to warranty their work. But again, that's something that may not be the biggest priority for me as a vendor. Now, Rodney, what does that have to do with that young man? Well, that's kind of what was the root thing, probably what was going on with the situation. They had a punch list of items, things that need to be fixed, and they're just going, hey, what do you do? And then the customer is left with this. And sometimes you, the real estate agents, you guys are put in this situation, and the, the customer's asking you, what do we do? We, we Do I pay another month's rent? And or do I wait for them to finish and fix this? Well, if you want Rodney's answer, I always tell my customers, unfortunately, we're going to need to wait until they fix it because I don't let my customers close with outstanding items. Okay. Yes, there's a warranty department. Yes, it's all those things, but warranties get tricky once you move in. Imagine the the packing, the setting up the Wi-Fi, getting your utilities and things turned in, getting the furniture delivered and set up and all those things. And then you got someone knocking on the door. Hey, this is uh, Rodney Plumbing, and I'm here to look at that little thing under your cabinet. And you're like, uh... Can you come back later or I'm out at Walmart right now? I'm out at Home Depot right now. I'm out at Target right now and and I'm doing some work. Uh, I'm not even at the house. And that's where it gets tricky because now Rodney Plummer is going, Okay, I just drove across town to come fix this. So let's just reschedule. Goodbye. And it's an I'm telling you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a challenge, okay? And that's the pain that I felt that that young family going through. And I wouldn't wish that on anyone. So, no, I'm not here to play these articles or these these news reports to go, well, you should have used a real estate agent and, and pound that drum. It's, it's about having compassion and understanding um, both sides of the transaction. And the more you know, the more you understand um, what every person within the the, the, the transactions, their pains and their priorities and their um, their challenges are, the better you're going to be at serving your customers and setting the right expectations. So that's going to be the, that's the reason for season two. We're, we're going to understand and learn from all of these departments, all of these people that work in new home sales, um, from all those uh, layers that I, I mentioned previously in this episode. And, and we're going to understand their challenges and the things that they saw 
saw and how we can all just come together and, and be better. And that's going to be the purpose of season two. Season two is going to be about solving things. Okay. We're going to look at some problems and issues, but we're, we're going to, we're going to look at how we can solve it, how you can be better, how Rodney can be better. Cause I promised you guys in season two, things are going to be better. All right. And so are you not just going to be Rodney's going to be better. You're going to be better as well. Okay. So guess what? Yes, I'm bringing the guess what back from season one. You just made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for spending time with me. This has been Tell Me More Rodney. And again, if you come back, guess what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do. This is season two, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more.